Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Steve Stein from Guitar Zoom here. Thank you so much for joining me. What we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about um, vibra- or excuse me, slides, hammer-ons, and pull-offs. And these are three really, really important things I think every guitar player should use in their soloing. So sliding is a really great technique that you can use to get from point A to point B on your fretboard. So you can use it as a vehicle to move you around the fretboard into various positions of scales and things like that. But it also breaks up the monotony of just hearing... If you watch this, let's just say I took the 5 and the 7. I'm playing A minor pentatonic here. I'll add some other things in just a little bit. So I can start making licks out of the motion of the slide. Which makes for really great music. Okay, so I can use it as a logical element of moving positions or something like that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Start a solo with it. End a solo with it, that sort of thing. But, well, I shouldn't say more importantly, but certainly equally as important as using it in the context of your motions and your melodies and your licks. Because it just really creates this great sound. And for years, I never did that. I remember seeing a guitar player one time. I was already in a band and traveling and things like that. And I remember seeing this, this band that opened for us and the guitar player did that a lot. And not that other guitar players that I didn't listen to probably didn't do it a lot too. I'm sure they did. But it's just for some reason it caught my eye watching this guitar player and it was just always so cool. For him to use that. And so certainly I adopted the idea and started using it more many years ago. And now it's just kind of the way I, I play. But it, it it breaks up if you have problems with just always kind of going up and going down your scales. The nice thing about this is again, it adds that human real factor. It doesn't just sound like you're playing a scale. So if you're doing, let's say you did a band in a vibrato. Right? And you throw something like that in there, it sounds really cool as opposed to just, just coming down the scale or something like that. So sliding is really important. And the next two are hammer-ons and pull-offs. Now hammer-ons and pull-offs, hammer-ons are done by playing a note lower on the fretboard and then using a finger to literally kind of hammer on or smack down a finger to get the pitch that you want. Now there's two real, really in my mind, two reasons you would do this. Number one, it changes the sound of it. It's a bit more smooth than picking everything. You get a bit smoother sound. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to GuitarZoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. 
VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. The second thing that's really nice about it is you can actually play phrases faster. Maybe you don't pick everything. Maybe you want something where you're going from, let's say, uh, doing a, a lick like this. But with a hammer-on, you could do that faster. Because I'm, I'm only picking the fourth string once, and then I'm doing that hammer-on. So I can use it to, I, I was thinking of it like the, the difference between a quarter note and an eighth note or something. So if I was playing something and I went, I could go into double time. Or, again, that doesn't mean you shouldn't learn how to pick those. Do whatever you want. Whatever your your um, you know your goals are, but just always remember that you can use that pull offs. Go the opposite direction. If I was on seven and I want to go to five, I'm going to pick the seven, but I have to have the five in place, and then I'm going to flick my finger. I have to be a little careful that I don't hit the other strings, or at least keep them deadened. And I can use that. Right? Now if I start combining all of that together with bending and vibrato... You get all kinds of different sounds. So they're really great techniques and they all can work together. You just have to practice each one and develop each one independently gain confidence and ability in each one and then start putting them all together. So that would be hammer-ons and pull-offs and slides that I think are really important. Now slides, one last thing about slides. Slides can go from a note that's part of the part of the scale to another note that's part of the scale, right? So let's say I'm going you know something like that. All of those notes are part of one scale. But there's another kind of slide that you use, which is what I refer to as an airplane slide, and it's an effect. So maybe you don't know exactly what note you want to start on. You just want to start your phrase with a slide, right? So I'm going to go, I know I want to get to the 14th fret of the fourth string, for instance, but I don't want in this particular instance. So I don't want you to hear the first note. So on an airplane slide, it really is kind of, you're just... It's, I would call it an airplane slide because if you think about it, when an airplane lands, there isn't an exact spot where the, the wheels need to hit the runway. It kind of is anywhere as long as it's long before the end of the runway, right? So that, that's why I call it airplane slide. So I just I need to get in there at some point before I hit that 14. Maybe it's a shorter landing. Maybe it's a longer landing, right? But it's not where you're hearing that first note. So there's a couple of different ways that you can approach sliding. So think about those and add those to your playing and see if they work. And again, if you're looking for any more instruction, head over to guitarzoom.com and check out some of my guitar courses. So take care, have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, 
All right, moving on, what we're going to do is take that same idea, but instead of using a blues progression, we're going to use just a pop or rock, you know, sort of chord progression. So I want you to listen to this for a second. Okay, so what's happening there is it's playing, the, the, the backing track is G, and then it goes to E minor, and then it goes to C. Okay, so again, I'm learning what my backing track is doing so I can respond to that backing track by creating something. In this case, note chasing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and emphasize or target the root of each chord. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.